What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the We Bleed Pixels podcast. We've had a bit of a uh, busy spell behind us so we've missed a couple of episodes over the past couple of weeks and for that we apologize but uh, we're here again with a fresh new episode for you guys and uh, we're gonna briefly talk about what we've been playing ourselves over the past uh, couple of weeks but uh, We've been very busy as I said, so there hasn't actually been that much time for us to actually play games. So uh, there's actually an interesting little discussion that we're gonna have rather uh, uh, a fairly cool question I think that we are both going to answer and with both I mean of course myself, Flevo and my buddy Connectus from the community. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing uh, okay pretty much. Uh, like you said, been busy. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? You really have time to play much. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not level right? 60 in World of Warcraft. That's just bad. Yeah. But, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, like, I, I think that, like, the past couple of weeks, like, the past two, three weeks, were, like, st the first time in a couple years, time that I didn't have time to play games midweek. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I basically only had time to play uh, on the weekends. So, um, so yeah, busy life when you're uh, when you're working on both your job and school and everything. So, uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's a good it's, yeah, it's 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 a good type of busy. I'd like to say. <laughs> yeah, true. But uh, you'll learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, last episode, uh, you were all into World of Warcraft Classic. Um, I had just gone back to finishing The Witcher 3 again on PlayStation 4 and I was getting ready for the release of uh, Greedfall. Um, before I dive into my own experiences of what I've been playing, um, what have you been up to in terms of gaming for as far as you have been gaming? Um, well, I've played a little bit of Gears 5 while I was being corpse camped in Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, okay, these guys are taking a long time to just uh, camp my corpse, so I'll just play another game. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Uh, I played yeah. some Rainbow Six uh, yesterday with a friend. And okay. uh, yeah. so how, how, how was uh, Gears 5? To be honest, as far as I've gotten, I mean, I'm at Act Two right now, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. It's actually very very fun. Okay, I really cool. uh, like the way it plays and uh, okay. the yeah, characters yeah. are I, I, pretty I, good. Yeah, I personally only played the first Gears of War like way back um, in like high school. Uh, I, I played through it co-op with uh, with a friend I had back then, and we were actually planning on playing through Gears of War two and three as well. Um, but what literally happened was that uh, my parents found out that I had been playing Gears of War and I wasn't 18 at the time yet so they were kind of mad that I was playing such an aggressive and gore filled game so I couldn't really <laughs> go ahead with number 2 and 3 and uh, yeah over time I lost contact uh, with the sad friend so uh, we never actually got around to uh, continuing the series. Were your parents that harsh? Uh, really? <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it was it was more like that. Um, you know, I I just started playing the game without telling them or without asking them. Like, uh, th there's been several games in the past, like before I turned eighteen, that were you know officially there was this eighteen sticker on it, like uh, no. like like GTA's and such. Um, 
that eventually they did allow me to play it. Um, but, you know, I asked them beforehand, but... With Gears of War, I just uh, I just took it from my older brother's pile of games. He had an Xbox as well, uh, and no. I just I just put it in my own Xbox 360. And I just started playing through it co-op uh, with my buddy, and I never told my parents. So when they found out, they were like, "Dude, what?" <laughs> so yeah, they weren't too happy about it, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, next yeah, thing, I uh, I never actually got around to continuing uh, the series because. You know, by the time that I actually turned 18, I didn't have contact with the guy anymore whatsoever. So, well, we can play through it sometime if you're up for it. But I, yeah. I mean, we we also kind of said that we would be playing through the uh, the entire Halo franchise on Legendary <laughs> at some point. But I I think that both that by now we both know that you know, given how little free time we have and the type of games that we want to play. I don't see it happening anytime we soon. Can, yeah, but we can try to, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, make it, do it work anyway. in some some it's... way, shape, or form. But uh... but, but about the age restriction stuff. Um, when I was, I, I I remember actually playing the original Doom without problems. I never uh, <laughs> got any complaints. But the oh, difference wow. is, games have become a bit more realistic. But even. Yeah. Um, um, before I, mean, I was 18, I, mean, to be, I played I mean, a lot to of To be honest, um, you're saying like games have become a lot more realistic. I mean, like when you go back in the day, like 20 years ago, people also thought that the games that were released back then looked very realistic. I, I remember so... playing uh, Medal of Honor, El Adesada, and thought it was epic. And now I go back <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? I can count the polygons? <laughs> Yeah, it's, true. It's, so yeah, it's it's true. But I mean, I, I think yeah. there's a lot of games for me personally that I should really keep myself from revisiting them, purely because I have this very romantic image of them in my head. Like back then, they looked so beautiful and they were so awesome. But if I were to go back now, they would like be very outdated and that would completely ruin my happy memories. So uh, <laughs> I'll just stick to what's. Uh, What's a bit more, a bit more new, but uh, no, so yeah. But uh, good to know that uh, Gears Five is uh, is still kicking ass. Like I don't know how many years Gears has been around, but uh, it's good to know that uh, they did a great job on that game. But, yeah, it's uh, actually a very good sequel, in okay. my opinion. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, I went back and I finished uh, The Witcher Three for the third time. Um, which means that I have now collected all achievements slash trophies three times over, um, twice on Xbox, once on PS4, and um, I might actually do it again at some point in the future on PC, (laughs) just so that I can say I've collected everything on every possible platform. But uh, yeah, for now, I'm just um, taking a step away from The Witcher uh, for uh, for a good while because, you know, otherwise it's just uh, it's uh, going to be too much of the same uh, at once. And Maybe uh, before uh, Cyberpunk releases, you can warm up by playing a CD Projekt Red game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like I already noticed when I was nearing the end of my... Uh, uh, of my death march run on the PlayStation 4, uh, I already was noticing uh, that I was get- growing a little bit tired um, of The Witcher and of the world. Um, and you know, it, it's it's probably the type of game that I will continue to revisit 
uh, every now and then in the future, like once a year or once every two years or something. But for now, um, you know, I mean, I first played the game in 2016, I think. I've completed six full playthroughs. In the meantime, I've played through all the expansions three times over. So that's a lot of witchering to do in a couple of years' time. So uh, yeah. I think for now, uh, for now, I'm good. And uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Greedfall. Um, game uh, came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm actually still working on the uh, the review for uh, for the website. But uh, I'm I feel like I'm getting quite close to the end by now. I'm actually gonna have to have to have a quick look at my Xbox profile to see how many hours I have into it by now. Because I think I'm at like roughly 35 or 40 hours by now. Let me quickly check. Um, let's have a look. Yes, can you please load my statistics? Xbox console companion app on PC. Hurry up. Um, I know. Um, let's see. One day, 11 hours. So that's uh, 35 hours, almost 36. So uh, yeah, nice. I've, been, I've been playing it a lot. And uh, to give a little sneak preview of what will eventually become my review. Um, it's a f pretty fun game, but you can... After like 10, 20 hours, you can really tell that the developers are very limited in their numbers and like financially. No, uh, I their think, resources. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th it's, it's, it's a, it's a good game, but, uh, you know, th there's just a lot of areas where you really uh, start to uh, sense a lack of uh, depth at some point into the game. And all like, I'm just really wondering if like, a developer like for example cd project red uh were given the ip and all the lore and everything i really want to know uh what an amazing game they could create you know it's it's still a really good game but i, f I feel there's a lot of untapped potential there but uh yeah that's just a, <laughs> a quick uh sneak preview of uh, my review that's hopefully coming asap i still gotta find the time and the right words to put onto paper but uh, no. yeah, that's hopefully uh, coming soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, wow, we're already 10 minutes underway. Holy shit, time flies. Uh, but, time uh, flies indeed. But yeah, that's uh, what I've been up to. And yeah, in the meantime, uh, I still have a little bit of a uh, of a backlog. I've I recently discovered uh, another game that will be coming to consoles soon. It's already out on Steam, but I want to play it on, uh, on consoles that I'm interested in that I'm maybe uh, going to pick up. Uh, there's of course like Borderlands coming out in a couple of months uh, on PC, um, Cyberpunk coming out in a couple of months. So, yeah, um, with my limited free time, <laughs> you know that you know that as well as I do. <laughs> we only need like two, three games a year, and we'll be set for the entire year, basically. Yeah, true. But there's so many awesome games. Yeah, true. I just want them all. But, <laughs> but about the Borderlands Three thing. Uh, how many months until it releases on Steam? Uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, um, it releases uh, February, I think. So it's gonna be a little while longer, but uh, because uh, it, okay. because I mean, it only it it it's, it launched fairly recently, and it's, and it was gonna be a six month uh, epic uh, exclusive. No. So let me. I can actually have a look if I can, real quick. Uh, let's see. 
Steam release. Can I quickly find that? Um, so, oh wow, yeah, like it released uh, earlier this month, September 13th. So I think it's going to be like... Um, March. No, it's going to release in February. That, that, that I'm pretty okay. sure of. So I'm, I think around February 13th or something. But we'll just okay. have to wait for a little bit longer. But uh, I'll keep myself occupied uh, for that time. Uh, and also one extra thing that I quickly want to throw in there um, before we head on over to the uh, the big question that we both are going to answer um, is you know now that I've that I have less and less time to actually play games um, what I really what I often notice like midweek is I get home after a day of work and I you know I, I still chill in front of my PC watching a stream or something for an hour and a half or two hours and then I just go downstairs and I just chill on the couch I was just mm -hmm. thinking, like, maybe I should just buy a Switch so that I could, you know, just go and uh, lie down on my couch and just chill out and just play games on my Switch. You know, I don't have to sit on my, my chair all the way upstairs uh, playing on my Xbox or my PlayStation or whatever. I could just be as chill as possible and still play a game just no. on, on the couch. So uh, I'm uh, I'm considering the, uh, the purchase uh, of a Nintendo Switch. Um, because now I also have the financial means to actually do so, <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm considering uh, to get one with uh, with some of the cool games. Because now you know there's obviously a lot of uh, incredible exclusives, but there's also a lot of uh, cool games being ported to Switch finally. So uh, it's becoming more and more appealing to actually buy one. But uh... don't forget to pick up The Witcher Three. <laughs> I, I know right no the switcher the, the switcher <laughs> oh, i actually wow. needed a little bit of time yeah i was gonna i was gonna say like it was quiet for a long time but uh, yeah no i mean like when they first announced uh the witcher 3 coming to uh switch there was actually someone on twitter saying guys you missed the opportunity for the best pun ever switcher and cd project has been <laughs> using that one ever since so <laughs> so yeah that's that's pretty hilarious but uh but yeah I'm, i might actually pick up uh, a switch uh in uh, in the near future it's gonna be pretty hefty investment i think with all the games that i kind of want to play on it but uh I'll just uh, give it a little bit more thought if I'm actually going to do it or no. But uh, yeah, that's something I'm uh, considering uh, at the moment. But anyway, uh, now that we've got all of that talk out of the way, are you ready for tonight's big question? Maybe. That that did not sound like convincing at all, but I'll take nah, yeah, it. I'm ready. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, what we're going to talk about tonight um, is the following question. What game do the both of us think uh, everyone should have played in their life? And um, I think that we both actually have two games that we feel everyone should have played. Yeah. So um, you want me to go first or do you want to? Uh, you go first. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay, then I'm going to uh, kick off with uh, with the game that I initially thought of when I proposed uh, this question uh, for today's episode. Um, 
And this is a game that I, I feel like a lot of people will have absolutely no idea what this game even is or what it is about. But I also feel that no matter if you're a gamer or a non-gamer, whether you're young or old or whatever, no matter who you are, I think that everyone uh, can thoroughly enjoy this game and can, you know, like truly play it and be amazed by it. Um, and it's uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Now, you, uh, you mentioned that game in an earlier podcast a while I? ago. Did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you told me yeah, to play it. Yeah, probably. It I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean, I've, I've literally fallen in love with that game so much ever since I first played it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, 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 okay, now comes the awkward moment that I actually have to explain why it's so good. And that's a, this is an awkward moment because I still don't know how to sufficiently explain why it's so good. I, it's 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 basically like um, it's essentially a bit of a walking simulator type of thing where you basically like um, you explore the old house of the Finch family where mm -hmm. like every member has met their their end like the end of their lives in some crazy or unfortunate way and you just uh, play through a lot of these uh, a lot of these stories uh, as you explore the house. But the way that every single individual story has been designed is just so incredible. It's just, it takes like two hours to complete the game and you're just constantly sitting there in awe thinking like, dude, what the hell am I playing? What am I looking at? How did they come up with this? I mean, I, th I think that I read an interview with the dev at some point saying that the game is essentially like, basically like 10 or 15 um little demos thrown together in a single game <laughs> and it's it's just yeah dude like how the hell am i even gonna explain this i mean yeah no no i mean i i literally can't come up with the right words that i feel justify just how good and how special this game is so all i'm gonna say from <laughs> about this game for now is is like I think it's like $20 or euros or pounds or whatever your currency is where you live. Just f just go and find it. I'm pretty sure it's on every available platform like uh, Steam, um, Xbox, PlayStation. It might even be at, on Switch at this point. I'm pretty sure it's available just about everywhere. Just find it, buy it, play it. And I promise you, you will be amazed that you will sit there after two hours thinking like what the hell was this game and can i please experience it for the first time again <laughs> and i'm going to you know <laughs> disappoint you immediately no you cannot experience it for the first time for a second time as much as you would want to but just honestly play it it's it's amazing nice Okay, so yeah, real strong start. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not your, gonna your, beat that. Your turn. I'm not going to beat that. Um, yeah, I, I just keep going back. I mean, it's like we, it's our opinions, of course. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I would really, really recommend uh, games like Halo, especially from one to three, combat evolved mm -hmm. to uh, three. 
just because it's I don't know. In my opinion, it's a, such an epic story. It's not the perfect story, but it's definitely epic. The gameplay is just mm-hmm. amazing, and if you if you love science fiction, it's just it's just perfect in my opinion. There's a lot of uh, um, yeah lore in the Halo universe. There's also books. There's two indie movies about it. Uh, uh, yeah, there's two indie movies, small movies about it. It's it's oh, wow. it's just epically amazing. It, oh. it, but yeah, that's my opinion. I just don't know how to. <laughs> yeah, I no. mean, it's basically like trying to convince people just buy it. Damn it. Yeah, but, true. yeah. An easy, an easy way to get into uh, Halo is pretty much the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, uh, for the PC, it's coming slowly. Um, I hope Halo Reach for the PC is out there in the wild uh, at the end of this year, but there's yeah. nothing that indicates it at this moment. They're still doing flights, and the flights are coming by pretty slow. But that's because they want to do it right, so it's not a bad thing. Yeah, true. I mean, Master Chief Collection is on both Game Passes, right? Both console and PC, I think. Yeah, uh, one, one, uh, once it's out, uh, the PC version is also uh, included in the Game Pass for your PC. And uh, if you have Game Pass for Xbox, it's there as well. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I have Game Pass Ultimate, so I can just choose wherever the hell I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Should I ever decide that I have the time to actually play it? Should I want to, but... Uh, yeah, same. But yeah, I mean, I'm not really surprised. I mean, you're like the biggest Halo fan that i know so yeah, I'll, I'll... pretty much a halo nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i think that the second title that i'm going to mention is like not going to surprise you and if there's anyone listening right now who knows me even a little bit is not really going to be surprised either uh the second game that i want to mention that i feel everyone should have played is the one i've already mentioned the witcher 3 <laughs> nice big surprise uh yeah for me like when i look at um at gaming like at gaming right now like uh in 2019 i still believe that the witcher 3 in um, most ways is the best game of all time and that it's simply it's it's getting damn close to perfection i mean the, I agree. The I only think. the only serious critique that I could have, like the two serious critiques that I could have, is that uh, maybe the combat is a little bit easy once you get used to it, like even on the higher difficulties, and the controls are occasionally a bit iffy, especially when you're like navigating really tight corners or indoors or something. That is not always you know um, that great to control. But in terms of everything else, like the gameplay, the world, but especially the writing, it's absolutely god tier. And I personally feel that The Witcher 3 has the best writing ever. And I have to say that with a little side note that there's a lot of great games, including, for example, the Halo series that I've never played. But out of everything that I've played... I personally feel that The Witcher 3 is the best game ever. Um, mm-hmm. That it's at a lonely height when you look at things like writing, for example. It's absolutely god tier. And I feel like everyone should play it, should experience it. Because 
I simply believe that right now it's the absolute pinnacle of gaming. And I'm very happy that CG Projects, um, not too long ago, they announced that they're actually turning themselves into a dual franchise developer. Uh, they're going to be focusing on uh, their cyberpunk franchise and on The Witcher as a franchise. So basically more Witcher games confirmed as well. So that's awesome. Nice. I didn't hear about that. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, they uh, they announced, I, th I think that like a couple of weeks ago, uh, they announced their financial reports uh, or something or like uh, they, they like know and announce all their financial results to shareholders and such and they also mm -hmm. announced that they were moving forward as a uh, dual franchise uh developer for the future uh, focusing on both the witcher uh and cyberpunk which i think is a great move because they literally have the rights to the witcher thanks to the writer who you know didn't really believe in the success of video games so we just sold the rights to them for yeah. very little a long time ago um <laughs> but yeah I, I mean at cd project they also know like how insanely popular they have made the witcher ever since the witcher 3 was released so yeah, I've, I've never heard of the books before playing the game and then i was like wait is this based on books <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, I had never heard of The Witcher, like, before 3, and then, um, it actually took me a year to even consider buying The Witcher 3, and then I bought it, and I fell completely in love with it, and now I think it's the best game ever, and I've, like, beaten it, um, how many times? Six times? <laughs> and, nice. like, ever since, um, I've read all the books twice over, um, I've played the first game, just to experience the lore and story from that game. Uh, I'm still technically working on my playthrough of the second game, even though that's, I'm not even sure at this point anymore if I'm actually ever going to finish it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've just completely fallen in love with the franchise so much. And yeah, I, like I said, I, I, I can't wait uh, for CG Project to uh, create more, uh, more incredible games in the future because... I believe that they are um, one of the best developers in the world right now. Yeah, I totally agree with that, without any doubt whatsoever. Yeah, true. I think if if I had to make like um, like at this point, I believe that CG Project and um, Naughty Dog are the absolute best developers in the world. I'm trying to think if there's anyone I want to include to make it a proper top three, but. It's not really anyone um, I can think of that quickly. In my opinion, I would add the Coalition to that list, the makers of the Gears games now, because they actually made good sequels. I mean, uh, if I compare them with 343 Industries, picking mm -hmm. up Halo, um, the Coalition is doing a way better job at that. But okay. that, that said, I mean, hearing all the stuff that was happening inside uh, 343 Industries while making Halo 4 and 5, and even a Mesh Collection, it's just, yeah, it's painful to work under those conditions. And knowing they have a lot of time now for Halo Infinite, I have really high hopes mm -hmm. for Halo Infinite. Yeah, true. I'm still trying to think of a third developer. Like, what, like what, what I say, like, I mean... When you look at CD Projekt Red and um, um, 
what, what are they called again? Naughty Dog, for example. Like, those two developers, I can honestly say, if they announce a game, I would say you can safely pre-order their I, games. I, I, I wish I could still say Blizzard. I mean, it's a kind yeah. of a conflict inside of me right now, because on one hand, they still make good games. On the other hand, they make uh, a lot of, in my opinion, design choices that a lot of yeah. people don't like, which makes makes them lose uh, people instead of getting more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, true. And they asked me if I didn't have a phone while well, I wasn't interested in a mobile RPG. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah. I, I had to throw in that last joke. I don't need yeah. that for that. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, it's a good long, one. Long time to announce that. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the, the way you feel about Blizzard is the way that I now feel about uh, Bioware. Because, um, like, I know for a fact that Dragon Age 4 exists. It's in development. It's coming. But, uh, you know, I still really hope that it's going to be a great game. But, like, there was a time that I where I hoped that Dragon Age 4... Is going to be as good as Dragon Age Origins was when it released 10 years ago. But by now I've basically just given up hope. Because I just don't believe anymore that Bioware is uh, as good anymore as they were like 10 years ago. When they were like on their peak with, uh, with Dragon Age and with Mass Effect. Like I just don't believe Bioware is that good anymore. Under so, EA, I doubt it. Yeah, true. But uh, you know, you know what? Hold up, hold up. I I just gotta quickly uh, look up a developer's name. I forgot. What were they called? Like this. Um. Okay, so this developer, it's not technically necessarily uh, a developer that I consider the best in the one of the best in the world. Because it's an it's a small indie indie developer, <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's it goes a bit far to say like yeah no they're up there with like Naughty Dog and CD Projekt that's 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 going a bit far, but uh, this is a developer of which I have played both their games so far. Um, both games have been incredible experiences, mm -hmm. and I think that if they were to announce a new game today or tomorrow, I think that I would. You know um that i would instantly want to pre-order it um and i'm talking about giant sparrow and i, I have you ever heard of them even no i've okay. never heard of them okay I think. yeah um well i'm not sure if there's many people listening now who are who are thinking like who the hell are giant sparrow um well for one they are the developers of what remains of edith finch which i mentioned earlier uh, in today's episode uh and they also developed the unfinished swan which you know it's another title that a lot of people probably won't even know but uh like basically both of those games are just were just so special and so unique in their own way and i had so much fun playing them that you know giant sparrow for me is the, has become the type of developer uh, I just feel like they truly create unique games with unique experiences. And having played both their titles so far and having enjoyed them so much, I just would really want to play their next title as well. So, uh, 
like I said, not necessarily the third best developer in the world, but definitely um, the third developer of which I would almost immediately pre-order their next project if they were to announce it. So nice. uh, just uh, just throwing it out there, just uh, giving them a, um, what, what do you call it? A, sp- a special mention or something? A I'm shout a, out? Um, not necessarily a shout out, more like uh, an, an honorable mention. That's, that's honorable the, ter- mention. That's the oh, term yeah. I'm looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, I'm too tired, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- dude, tired, it's, it, you've just had a weekend. You've just had all the time in the world to like relax and stuff. Before. I'm always tired, man. Okay. I'm always tired. Yeah, yeah. you're like <laughs> in a con- you're you're in a constant state of tiredness. <laughs> so, okay. okay, so uh, you still want to throw out your second game, or do you want to go to sleep? Um, yeah, I can throw out my second game. Um, it's kind of predictable, but it's kind of a little little bit of a twist, I think. Okay. It's uh, World of Warcraft, but the classic <gasps> version. Oh my god, I'm so super shocked. I never expected you to like mention World of Warcraft. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of a lore nerd in both of those games, Halo and <laughs> World of Warcraft. I invested a lot of time in those games. Yeah. Um the reason why uh, World of Warcraft Classic is one of the games that I think everyone should have played is um it's it's an adventure, it's a journey and um the modern version is fun in its own way but mm-hmm. I think it's lacking a lot of stuff that made World of Warcraft so big. And that's the adventure part. It's about the whole journey to max level and then doing all the raids and stuff and not about rushing through the game and going to max level mm-hmm. and then yeah. the raids and stuff. It basically turned into Diablo a little bit, in my opinion. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a huge world and a lot of lore. Again, I mean, if you... If you really want, you can play Warcraft 3 before World of Warcraft because Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 1, uh, the lore inside of the game wasn't really that big of a deal. It was basically just a little bit of blabbering about stuff that's (laughs) happening in the mission that you're doing. But at Warcraft 3, it became a little bit more of a total story as a whole. For example, it was basically already the, uh, the foundation of World of Warcraft but in yeah. an RTS game. Maybe like around that time, Blizzard realized like, hey, this franchise is pretty popular. Maybe if we like build a whole world of lore around it, we can do some more awesome things with it. Yeah, and uh, World of Warcraft has built a lot on Warcraft 3. Um, a lot of the spells that are in the game are very uh, yeah, RPG-esque, so to speak. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's actually useless in the game, but it's actually fun. Because it's RPG elements. It's the stupid small things like you get an item that, I don't know, gives you a little bit of resistance. And it, it's actually useful in some way. But um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun, in my opinion. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of lore in there. I'm actually playing through it in uh, without add-ons at all. I mean, I read the <laughs> quest text and it's actually fun to read it. I did it back in the day, okay. and I do, I'm doing it now. I actually love it. I basically fell in love with the game again because <laughs> of the classic version. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you will forgive me if I'm not going to touch World of Warcraft anytime soon because I think that is going to be a time sink that I can't really permit myself if I ever want to, you know, play all the other games that I want to play. So uh, I think it, I'm, I'm going to have to pass on uh, this one. 
It is a, a time sink, yes, but basically um, the time you invest in it pays back in fun and uh, items that are actually useful. And those items are useful in a longer period of time. I mean, if I look at classic, the items that I'm wearing now on my current character, they, um, they've been on my character for a while and they're actually still useful. While on the live game, it's basically you get a new item. Oh, it's so much more powerful. You're, you're basically getting rid of your gear every yeah. day. And that's, yeah, I, I don't know. It makes it less valuable true. in my opinion. Yeah. So, true. yeah. Okay. Well, I think, uh, I mean, like before we started recording, I was thinking like, hey, this is going to be a relatively short episode today. And then, you know, we're over half an hour down the line (laughs) all of a sudden. I mean, like, it seems like every time we start to record, we think like, oh, hey, this is probably going to be a pretty short one. And then we end up like talking for half an hour or like 45 minutes or up to an hour so uh that's but, a positive thing though thing yeah <laughs> in, some, in some way it is positive I mean. yeah i guess so uh anyway i think that's gonna be it for today unless you have some final words of wisdom you want to share mm, no you can you, not at the moment okay. i'm too tired for this my brain can't <laughs> compute anything yeah, well, yeah, I mean, same for me. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Thank you, of course, again for listening to another episode of the Weebly Pixels weekly podcast. Uh, we'll try to be there again next week. But uh, like I said, we are dealing with some very busy schedules uh, at the moment uh, with work and studies and a lot of other things on the side that require a lot of our time. So uh, I hope you will forgive us um, if uh, if we may miss another episode in the future. But we will, of course, try to... Uh, to keep a steady uh, release uh, schedule going uh, over the next couple of weeks and months. And uh, if not, we will always, of course, inform you uh, using our social media channels. So do be sure to keep an eye out on those. So uh, until next time, thank you again for listening. I am Flevo from the Weebly Pixels community, and I was here with my good friend Connectus, and we hope to see you again next time for another episode of We Bleed Pixels Weekly.